Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We are back on Sports Talk. Steve and Jeff giving you the latest and greatest on the upcoming Pro Bowl this weekend. No. No, we're just kidding. Not doing it. <laughs> Mario's out there playing playing dodgeball. He's having a good time. Even the NFL finds a way to to jip the Saints out of a, a dodgeball title. Yeah, I didn't watch it. <laughs> the NFL the the NFL is basically having a uh, a field day. Like if you remember if you, you no, remember yeah, field absolutely. day in school that's like having tug of war and all that nonsense. But we do have okay. So before you do something else and forget again, yes, let's I know. Talk been... about the one bit of news for the Saints today <laughs> that we have completely ignored for the first two hours, despite intending to talk about it. It doesn't mean anything, I yes. guess. Yeah, right. Okay, go into it. All right, the Saints have added. A assistant coach to the roster. We don't know exactly. We know it's on the defensive side of the ball. Yes. But it does not have a specific title yet. Yes. Uh, Todd Grantham. Todd Grantham. A name that obviously LSU fans will be familiar with from his time in the SEC. Yes. Um, And I'm imagining that this is going to be someone to help with the D-line. But we'll wait to... Yet an official title, I guess, from the team. Right now it's just saying defensive assistant. Defensive assistant, right. Yeah, and, and Todd Grantham is a pretty household name. It's a pretty big hire. I mean, he's been in the SEC coaching for about 10 years. He's been a defensive line coach for three NFL teams. That would be the um, Tex. No, I'm sorry. I got it wrong. I'll, I'll go the back NFL, to that. I think it was at the Colts, right? Colts, I believe Cowboys and one other. You know, he's been a defensive coordinator for multiple college teams. You know, Louisville, Absolutely. Florida. Um, I think Mississippi State was in there too, and so like he's not a guy you're bringing in. Cowboys, was, I don't know if you mentioned that. Cowboys, yeah. yeah, he's not a guy you're bringing in to just be a defensive assistant. Like he's going to have a major role. It's just a question of what it is, I think. And he ha- obviously has a background in defensive line. He played offensive line in college at Virginia Tech. So, I, I th- it's interesting to me that he ha- it hasn't been just declared what what his <laughs> position is going to be. And I almost wonder if it's because he might be in the running for defensive coordinator, and you're bringing him in either way. And, you know, the Joe Woods is the only other name we've seen interviewed for defensive coordinator thus far, or that they will interview for defensive coordinator. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good hire, I think, and you're kind of rebuilding that staff after you lost Chris Richard and Ryan Nielsen. And the question is, are you hiring three coaches after losing two? Because you obviously lost the 
co-defensive coordinators who one was the defensive line coach and one was the secondary coach. And I think as you kind of rebuild this, you would prefer to have a defensive coordinator and a defensive line coach and a secondary coach. Yeah, that, that I would imagine that as well, just because, um, you know, to to space that out, because we, we saw this team have success with the with the guys, obviously, Richard, Nielsen, and now it's going to be really different to see, especially the, the, for me, the defensive line. Nielsen had been here forever. Yeah, and one thing that I think is a big question for whoever takes over as defensive line coach, can you develop Peyton Turner? That's a because big one for sure. He has been, you know, Jeff Ireland was pretty blunt in his assessment <laughs> that he has a lot to work on. He's got to deal with his weight. He's got to deal with his health. And, uh, you know, and I think that's a that's someone going into year three that you have big expectations for. Absolutely. We'll go to the Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line. Got some callers hanging on. Let's go to Greg, who wants to talk about Jimmy G. I wonder if you might have said something that aggravated him, Jeff. What you got What's to up, say, Greg? Greg? Oh, I'm not aggravated. Okay. Hey, guys. Glad here. Great show. Great show. No, um, so a previous call last hour mentioned something about bringing in Jimmy G. So why wouldn't we do that? And one, someone commented, well, he had a season-ending injury, and that was of some concern. Uh, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, if that had been our attitude a few years back, we wouldn't have had Drew Brees on the team. That's fair. I, I'm not saying that. So There's just a lot of the question injuries for Jimmy G, though, too, I would say. Well, the question wasn't would we bring him in. It was why isn't he getting more hype right now as a – popular quarterback pick across the NFL and I think part of it is coaches and teams will want to see him recover from that injury before they go all in and so to me that's that's limiting some of the hype around him but yeah I don't think that it's it's going to be an injury that is going to scare off teams but as you're going into the offseason you're going to want to see that he's recovered before you commit you know, a multi-year deal to the guy. But no I, I think that he's going to be interesting I doubt that the Saints will be where he lands because I just don't think the Saints are necessarily a popular target for quarterbacks right now. I, I mean, you think from the quarterback's perspective? Yes. Well, you got guys like Olave. Um, oh, the, the, the receivers I'm talking about from a coaching perspective. Oh, I got you. You don't have Sean Payton anymore, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, I guess you have to find – that guy you vibe with, yeah. Uh, Pete Carmichael's got to be a busy man trying to, you know, sell New Orleans on some of these quarterbacks like a Jimmy G or even we'll see Derek or Carr, a, a Cooper Rush, <laughs> maybe Cooper Rush. Let's go to Kenneth on line two from Slidell, who's bringing up Coop. What you got to say, Kenneth? Well, my opinion with the performance that he showed, and by him getting sit down, sat down by. Um, that I've seen and press his numbers by Cooper Rush. So uh, so what are you advocating for, really for, like, the Saints to trade for him? Sure. Okay. Sure, if, it, if he, he showed what he can do, you know, and let him go ahead and prove himself down here, give him a chance. You know, it is interesting, and it's funny because everyone fell in love with Brock Purdy over the final seven weeks of the season. Rush but- is a free agent. Oh, is he a free yeah. agent? Okay. But, you know, it's funny because everyone kind of fell in love with Brock Purdy, but Cooper Rush was that guy earlier in the season. Absolutely right. Right? Like, And, and everyone, by the end of the season, had kind of forgotten about Cooper. But, yeah, he was very good when Dak was out with an injury. And, you know, Dak came back and led the NFL in interceptions despite missing, like, what, five games, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, we were talking about this before. Like, sometimes quarterbacks just need that little bit of experience so that they can build on it. 
and then become a starting quarterback and be consistent. Jimmy Garoppolo got that when Tom Brady was suspended after the, the, the deflate gate nonsense, right? Like that was a big part of what allowed Jimmy to get that role in, in San Fran. So maybe that's, that's what you see with Cooper Rush down the road. We'll go from some gridiron talk to some hardwood coming up next. Ali Kosov talking some Pelicans after the break here on WWL Sports Talk. He's the editor-in-chief at thebirdrights.com. I'm Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak here on WWL Sports Talk. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back in the mix on a Friday edition of Sports Talk. Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak. Also now welcoming him in. Editor-in-chief at thebirdrights.com, Ali Kosell and man. I'm expecting you to be a pretty busy man next week with next week with the uh, NBA trade deadline coming up. How you doing, Holly? I'm doing all right, and yeah, I mean, look, what they've won three times in the last 18 games, and Ooh. now you've got a trade deadline. So, what's the team supposed to do, right? I like that you positive spin you put on it. Three wins is what we, we talk I like about. It that too, right? No, I'm just kidding. Go continue. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, look, do you try and save this team uh, this, this season with a big move? Maybe do some Band-Aids and hope the guys can, you know, find their mojo from earlier in the season? Do you wait for Zion? I mean, there's so many questions right now, and I don't think there's a the right answer. You you mentioned, obviously, Zion is the, uh, the big, uh, I guess you would say, I don't want to say, uh, <laughs> like... Lynchpin? Yeah, there you go. Thank you. I, I wasn't coming up with it, but... Missing him is obviously huge for this lineup. Uh, Brandon Ingram being out for a while, too, didn't help at all. At least B.I.'s back in the mix now, but I see you wanting to say something. Yeah, and I guess my question, I'm sorry if this is kind of like a no, Bobby no. interruption here, but <laughs> is it is it really just as simple as, like, man, you need Zion back? Because I feel like the whole right. the whole reason I was very bullish on this Pelicans roster is that 
you could survive without one of your stars for an extended period. Obviously, you don't want to live without both of them for that long, but a 10-game losing streak with with this type of roster, I mean, that's just – I didn't see that coming in, in a million years, and, and suddenly it feels like this is a team that just forgot how to win basketball games. Yeah, that's a good way to put it because that is exactly what it feels like. And look, they survived when Zion missed a handful of games, you know, before the end of December. Right. Right? I mean, it, and we saw that. They were, what, 20, 23 and 12 or something along those lines, almost in first place in the Western Conference. And if it wasn't Zion, then it was somebody else always picking up the slack. Well, now I just think everything's just all kind of falling apart to where they, they maybe grew a little bit overly reliant on Zion, right? So the offense changed a little bit once he started playing well and there was no Brandon Ingram. Then you add the fact that all these role players that were used to smaller roles and they had fresher legs suddenly being pushed into bigger responsibilities and more minutes than they're used to in their careers. And now I feel like just everybody kind of just hit a wall, right? Brandon's back, but he's not the same in rhythm guy that we've, you know, gotten to know here in New Orleans. So he's still searching for a shot. Hopefully he found something, right, in that game against the Mavericks where he started looking pretty darn good yeah. towards the end of the game. And look, the bottom line, though, is this. It's hard to win this league without your stars and your stars playing their best ball. And you don't have to look any further than what happened to the Dallas Mavericks last night, right? With Luka, they were, what, up 30 points. He goes out. They almost lost the game. So it really does help to have your stars. I think that's the number one thing. But it's been just a whole slew of things, right, as I mentioned. And then team, on top of it, just not shooting well now. I think they've gotten frustrated. And you can see it. That's why all of a sudden, playing for 48 minutes with that effort that we all grew accustomed to, now they can't do that either. So I don't know, like I said, where do you go if you're Willie Green in the coaching staff? But you got to find something. you got to go back to square root, to, you, know, you know, maybe back to training camp. I don't know. But you got to somehow light these guys a fire that they can play for 48 minutes and just build on that. Yeah, it, it almost feels like like in the offseason there was a really a lot of gravity around the idea of continuity and not shaking things up because you felt like mm-hmm. at the end of last season you really found your stride and you were your the, the needle was pointing straight up. But it, it almost feels like you've gotten to a point where a shakeup would be a positive thing. And I do wonder, you know, what would be a move that you think is realistic that the, the Pelicans could make at the trade deadline that might, you know, kind of jumpstart uh this this season as you as it will yeah i mean before today the easy answer would have been you know you look either for much some more shooting because they boy they've really struggled to put the ball through the hoop i mean trey murphy hasn't been trey murphy now for mm-hmm. six weeks i think he's shooting about 32 percent from three since uh, new year's eve and you're supposed to be able to rely on him so Maybe Boyan Bogdanovich, his name's been in a rumor mill for like five, six weeks up there from the Detroit Pistons. Um, Toronto Raptors have a lot of guys that could help, right? Gary Trent, OJ Anubi's become a favorite here. Um, but look, if, if you go for, say, somebody like Anubi, you're going to have to give up a lot. And it's not just draft assets, right? You would probably have to say goodbye to Herb, maybe even another good young player to make that deal happen. And But today, boy, I think the entire NBA world got flipped upside down, right? Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving announced that he wants out, basically, right, trade request, and he's not going to resign. So it behooved the Nets to make a deal. But remember, he was always tied to KD, so suddenly it feels like maybe Kevin Durant might be on the market. And if you remember, you know, Kevin Durant, there was interest by the Pelicans organization in sniffing around whether he could be available and welcome to a trade to New Orleans. So suddenly I think that can of worms has been open. So 
New Orleans front office, they've got a lot of decisions to make. Do you chase somebody like Durant or, like I said, do you go for a Band-Aid like a Bogdanovich or a Trent uh, to add to this lineup and, like, keep that core, hope that, you know, they can find their way because they look good for almost, what, half of the season. And if you get Zion back, you just know that this team's going to be better than average. I want to ask you, Ollie, because I asked Jeff this, I think it was last hour. There just seems to be a lot of negative talk around Jonas Valanciunas on, on social media right now for me, and I'm really not understanding it, and maybe you can explain it for me. Is there something that his game's lacking right now that this team uh, should move on from? I, I just think he's too much of a double-double machine and so productive. I agree with you, and there's two things at play here. Number one, he was never that prototypical center, right, for today's game. Yeah. That traditional, right? He's a post player. And the Pelicans relied on him heavily last year when Zion was out. And I think Willie Green did a great job in the coaching staff. But this year, his lim- minutes have dropped. So, therefore, that production isn't quite the same. And on top of that, like I said, now everybody's playing this faster, smaller style of play. Well, he really doesn't fit in that equation. That's why we're seeing so much more Larry Nance and Valanciunas barely plays in second half. So that's why I think fans kind of are ready to move on from him. Because if Willie Green's not going to utilize him right to and, and pound the ball in the post, like I, I thought they should have done that yesterday yeah. and some other games here on the losing streak. But if you're not going to do it, then maybe you have to go in a different direction. I personally keep him, right? He's great insurance for Zion because how else are you going to score inside the paint? How else are you going to be able to basically make opponents guard you in the paint instead of draping you know, their best defenders all over you on the perimeter and making life hard for Brandon A and CJ? Yeah, and then kind of extending that, can you explain to me why Jackson Hayes has become like a, a shadow on the Pelicans bench? Because it's like he, he was the number eight overall pick in a draft. You'd think you'd be trying to, if nothing else, showcase him for, for a trade, but – he just doesn't – I mean, I can't remember the last time I saw him on the floor. It's it's bizarre to me. Yeah, I feel like they've given him so many opportunities this season, yeah. and he just hasn't ran away with it. Honestly, I thought earlier in the season Billy Hernan Gomez deserved the minutes ahead of him. I agree with but that. But yeah. Jackson was the one getting the minutes, right? And, and he had his glimpses, but that's what he's shown us in four years. I don't see how he's improved at all, right? Okay. What has he added to his game? He still gets lost defensively. He still has no moves. Right, whether it's from the perimeter or in the post. So even if a small guard is guarding him in a paint, he still doesn't have a drop step, turn around, shoot over the shoulder. He, he really, like I said, has no move. So there's been no improvement on his part. That's why I think, obviously, this marriage with the Pelicans and him is going to end. You've got to think no later than this summer when his contract expires. But, yeah, Jackson, he, he, it's a shame because everybody on this team seemingly – takes the game seriously, loves basketball, really works on their craft, but he's one of the few guys that seemingly doesn't. We rarely ever see him stay after practice, right? And you just watch his routines in pregame. He just doesn't really, you know, take it seriously enough, right? And that's unfortunate because he's got all the talent in the world. We, we see it, right? The ability, his length, it's incredible. It just it hasn't, it hasn't clicked for him. Yeah, and I, I think it is. he's one of those guys where it is kind of confusing if you're just watching the highlights, right? Because he does have mm-hmm. – the highlight play just built into his DNA, but it's it's all the small things that you don't get, and it's you know it's you have to wonder. You go back to that draft, and you know what could have been with some of those picks, uh, and uh, yeah, but yeah, that one that one has always kind of struck me oddly. It struck me odd at the time, and it strikes me odd now. But uh, yeah, I, I think that's an interesting point you bring up because y- you do watch him play, and he just hasn't developed at all. 
No, and like I said, it's unfortunate because now suddenly I don't know how many teams are going to be looking to add a player that you know, basically has shown zero improvement in his first four years. And he's still young, right? You don't write off somebody that I believe he's, what, 22, something along those right. lines. So it could still click for him. It has for plenty of other players. But here in New Orleans, now that when you've got basically true aspirations of being a top four team, suddenly you've got no room for that type of player on the roster, right? Now you want either guys that are going to be on rookie contracts because they're cheap, to bounce off, you know, how much McCollum, Zion, and Brandon Ingram are playing. Or you've got guys that are legitimately helping you win. And Jackson fills neither. So, like I said, his time's coming to an end here. Okay. Ollie, my man, when are we going to get some three-point shooting from? Because I feel like that seems to be something every single game where we're looking at the other team who has that guy, that that one to make the mm-hmm. shot from on the arc on the other squad. And the Pelicans – just don't have that go-to guy that you think when it's in his hand, oh, man, that's that's going to go down. That's going to, uh, you know, be, be that shot for you. And it just – I thought Trey Murphy was going right. to be the dude for right. you, but it just – it hasn't panned out. Uh, is that something maybe – I think everyone obviously is looking for that that shooter. Uh-huh. Uh, but that that could be, I think, something the team needs to address in uh, this this before the tread lo- deadline ends. Yeah, no, absolutely. If you still have hopes of going on a deep playoff run, you've got to add one more guy. Devontae Graham was supposed to be a big part of that, but he has struggled to make anything outside of the first month of the season. And we've already talked about Trey's struggle. So really it's just been CJ. He's been the only consistent factor out there for the last six weeks. Brandon Ingram, before he missed those 29 games with that toe contusion, he was shooting lights out. I think it was at like 46% from deep, but you know, he's still looking for his shot since he's returned. But I think he's going to figure it out. You can trust CJ. You hope Trey can, but outside of those three, there's nobody you can point to and say, okay, I think that this guy's going to overcome his struggles, right? Jose's never been a shooter. Najee, right? Tyra Lewis, Herb. You go on down the list. You don't have anybody else, so they do need to get somebody in here. Yeah, B.I., the last couple games I've watched, it's been like you, you see him. He's trying to kind of shoot his way out of a funk. Right, but you can—it's almost like a turnover at this point because you—it's just not not looking right. He made one three where he kind of stepped into it, and I've always felt like if you make a three when you step into it, it means your shots off because you don't get the normal <laughs> shot anyway. And uh, yeah, it's it's frustrating to watch, and I do wonder—you know—is is there an adjustment problem as it pertains to like the in-game decision making for? for a Willie Green in this in this season because I think you, you 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 accept losing streaks to a point right like you accept okay you're you're not going to win every game every now and then you're going to get on these slumps you might lose two three four five games in a row once it gets to 10 you that that that's a problem that's kind of an existential problem that can end a season in the in, mm-hmm. like you could be that's the reason that you are now looking at like man are they going to be in the play in they would have to turn it around to even be in the top seven seeds of the conference, and I and do like is is that an issue that you're running into this season? Obviously, Willie Green, he's in his second year. He's not like a coach that's been around for ten years. Mm-hmm. You're learning on the job to some extent, but how, how have you seen that develop? Yeah, so with Willie, he of course started last year in, in, at the bottom, right? The team got off to the worst imaginable start, and then they grew together, found themselves, and started playing better, and added CJ. And so he grew this reliance, I think, on the guys that carried him towards the end of last season. 
And then, of course, starting this year, right, even though maybe Devontae and Jackson aren't giving you much yet, they're in the rotations because, look, the team was winning. And I, I think when you're a young coach, you kind of just lean on that. And that's why he's been, I think, slow to make some in-game adjustments. For instance, against the Mavericks last night, I couldn't believe that Luka wasn't looking at double teams in the first quarter, why he wasn't being picked up full court, when obviously he is their heart and soul and he makes everything go. And you saw it. They collapsed once he left with his injury. So we saw something similar, right, against the board being largely guarded by Herb. Why aren't the Pelicans doubling more if they're going to play these smaller lineups when Jonas isn't out there, and, and a lot of these guys can defend, when other teams are forcing, like, for instance, Brandon Ingram, he's getting doubled almost on the first possessions. We saw how Miami did it and how other teams have done it. I'm curious about that, too, and I, like I said, I think you're right. It's because of his youth, and he, he's kind of trying to stick to what was working because it was working. He's not trying to give up hope on that because once you start flipping too many, um, you know, changing up the schemes or the rotations – well, suddenly players, that's when you start tuning out or you get lost, and suddenly guys don't know what they're doing out there. So I think it's a, it's a fine balance, and he's trying to find it. And we are seeing some things, right? For instance, Kyra, he, he played ahead of Devontae Graham, who didn't see any time against the Mavericks last night. So it's not like he's just sitting on his hands and praying, but you're right. I think more radical changes, approaches, whatever, are needed when you can't even get your team to play for a full 48 to win one game. Talking to Ali Cosell of thebirdrights.com. And Ali, man, uh, we need a slump buster big tomorrow and against a team that, you know, everybody here loves to hate. What's going on with the Lakers squad coming into this matchup? I know, obviously, LeBron's on the precipice of making history. Uh, Anthony Davis always seems to be nursing some kind of injury. And I think both of them are questionable for tomorrow's matchup. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. But look, they've been pretty much on the injury list all season. <laughs> okay. And they, they were doing this last year when they were trying to figure out, we'll, we'll list them on there and then we'll maybe give them a rest, right, depending on the matchup, whether they felt like they had a chance of winning or if it was an easy enough team. But I tell you what, the Lakers have really turned it around since they had one of the poorest starts of the season. Everybody wrote them off, and that's why Pelicans fans were talking about Victor Wimbanyama, right? Supposedly you were able to get it because the Lakers were so poor, you swapped first-round picks because the Pelicans own that ability, right, to swap rights. But, no, they've righted the ship, and it's largely been LeBron. Along with Russell Westbrook getting moved to the bench, they've just started playing better, right? They kind of meshed. So they survived, surprisingly, without Anthony Davis, who missed you know, quite a bit of time with his injury. But now he's back. Now they're fearsome, right? They're playing better than the Pelicans for sure. But I'll tell you what, I don't think that Brandon Ingram, everybody in that locker room, they would like nothing more than in that 10-game uh, losing streak with the win over the Lakers. Because if you remember last year, Pelicans were struggling getting that playing term right, but they had two big wins against the Lakers to basically end their season hmm. while the Pelicans lifted themselves into the playing tournament. So let's hope that they can redo that scenario, right, where it kind of lifts them, gives them a bump up in confidence, whatever it takes, just to get back on track. Appreciate the time, Ali, as always, editor-in-chief of thebirdrights.com. Uh, hopefully be seeing you in that Smoothie King Center tomorrow. I'll be in there to check out that Lakers matchup. Excited to uh, finally get my first chance of you in this Pelican squad. Unfortunately, no Zion Williamson, though. Oh, I hope you're going to be a good luck charm then. Me too. <laughs> if they do win, you're coming to the rest yeah. of the game. I'll, I'll put it all on my son. He was going for a while. He was on a streak where all the Saints games he had gone to that they had won, except for that terrible, horrible finale against the Panthers. But, yeah, I'm bringing the good luck with me. We're snapping that streak tomorrow. Appreciate it, Ollie. Be talking to you soon, man. All right, guys. 
Thanks, Alex. Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak here on WWL coming back with more after this on the Big 870 and 105.3 FM Odyssey app and WWL.com. Ah, got them all in there. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Back in Friday Sports Talk, Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak hanging out till 7 o'clock. We're almost done, Jeff. What you got planned for the weekend? Going to hang out and not watch football. You know, that's, <laughs> that's my dream is uh, no football this weekend. No, I, that's, that's really what I'm going to do. I, like I, I'm going to catch up on a lot of the Mobile stuff. I probably will watch the Senior Bowl, so unfortunately there is football. I can't even, you can't have, my, escape. I can't even have my own dream realized. But, but who I, wants to get away from football? Come on. Uh, sometimes you just got to stop for a moment and, and enjoy the non-footballness. But no, UConn, I'm, I'm a big UConn fan. I don't know okay. if most people don't know that. And so uh, UConn's playing Georgetown tomorrow. I'll probably watch that. That'll be a good time. Um, you know, and that's that's going to be part of it. And then I'm going to – I am going to catch up on some Senior Bowl stuff because I haven't really gotten a chance to go through all of my notes. I have a lot of video. That's kind of how I tracked a lot of the action is you can only watch so many things happening at any particular time. So I'll just take video of a lot of the team drills, and then I'll go in and I can, like, zoom in. I can watch – each player individually and that's the thing like when you're when you're watching a game of football it's like you only know like 10 percent of what's going on like most people just watch the ball so like I, I always get a kick out of it when i'm on twitter and people are telling me about how oh the the guard sucks he he, he was terrible like blah 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 it's like you you watched maybe three <laughs> percent of all of what that person did throughout a game because you couldn't have watched more if you were paying attention to what was happening in the game so, like, that's the funny thing is, like, if you're not going back and, like, actually watching closely what the offensive linemen are doing, I, you couldn't tell heads or tails whether they're doing a good job or not, right? You just saw that one play where he got beat. Um, and so that's what I'm, I'll probably do that tomorrow. So my, my non-football will end up being football. Yeah, and for whatever reason, I, I mean, I've watched Pro Bowls in the past. It's probably been a while. I couldn't care less about I, Pro Bowl. I really don't either. It's like I don't this new flag football format and all these little skills competitions that they're doing beforehand. I did catch it yesterday just because I wanted to see Cam Jordan and Demario Davis. Demario got robbed. Uh but you know, other than that, it's really not anything interesting yeah. in the in the all star game of America's best sport is just no entertainment it's like value. Watching you know your kids play rec basketball, it's just like oh, well, I'm glad they're having a good time. I I couldn't you know it's not going to be the most exciting thing to watch, but they're having fun, so good for them. Yeah, at least we got uh, <laughs> we got Pelicans basketball tomorrow. We also got LSU men's and women's uh, playing this weekend, and the, uh, we talked a little bit about the Lady Tigers. That run continuing, pretty impressive. Obviously, uh, Coach Kim Mulkey in year two has his women's uh, Tiger team twenty two and zero. Kim Mulkey is fun. I enjoy Kim Mulkey. Like I great soundbite. I never really understood the whole Kim Mulkey experience. Uh, like I didn't watch a ton of Baylor women's basketball. <laughs> you know, it's just not not on TV that often. But as someone who grew up watching and like kind of like idolizing UConn women's basketball, I get sure. it. Like it, like she's that type of personality and. Uh, she had a funny quote about Sean, which was like, I've, bro, have you ever shoveled snow in the morning? Good luck, because I've also done that. Um, and uh, I, I have this – when I was a kid, 
I had to shovel our whole driveway. It took me about two hours to do, and I got $5 for every time. <laughs> and then the second I moved out, my Five parents, bucks? You need more than that. I agree. I didn't know at the time. I didn't have a union or anything like that. Uh, and then at, was the, the day I moved out, my dad went to, to the like Home Depot and bought a snowblower. Oh, uh, all that, all that uh, money you had saved him. Yes, yes, yes. It was a, it was very cool of him to do that. Uh, wait until I was eighteen and out of the house, and then he made sure he didn't have to do the work. But uh, yeah, snow sucks. Well, if you go to Twitter right now, the Denver Broncos account has a message from Sean Payton. He is officially in uh, Bronco land now. Let's let's ride Bronco country, I guess, for uh, for Sean and Russ. And yet, to me, that's going to be a very interesting hashtag. Keep Bronco. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> just the dynamic, just because we. Sean came to New Orleans as obviously a new head coach, no real expectations. Um, the Denver Broncos now have gone really all in uh, with the compensation that they've sent away for Russell Wilson and Sean Payton now. And we're still waiting for the details of his contract, of Coach Payton's contract, to see it all too. There's, there is a ton of of pressure on him in this gig compared to when he started in New Orleans. I will say one thing. I guarantee you that every owner in the NFL is like, if you release the details of that contract, I'm going to mail a rock to your window. (laughs) Well, we're going to find that eventually, though. Are we? I don't know what most coaches make. And the only thing that's going to happen if the Broncos are like, oh, we're paying Sean $100 million, is the next head coach who gets hired be like, they're paying Sean $100 million. Why aren't you paying me $100 million? So far, it's a five, we know it's a five-year deal. Sounds like it could be creeping in that $100 yeah, million range. Steve Go and Jeff Nowak coming back with more after this. Give us a call on the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line, 504-260-1870. Back in a flash here on WWL. Do you dream of riding in a carnival parade? WWL has your tickets to roll with the crew of Argus on Mardi Gras Day. Ride high atop a float with everything you need, costume and throws for two, all for free. Go to WWL.com slash contest for your chance to win the ride of a lifetime and the greatest free show on earth brought to you by the Mercedes-Benz of Covington. The secret is out on affordable luxury, laissez la bon temps roulet with WWL. And Jeff, have you ever ridden in a Mardi Gras parade? No, I've never been invited. There I have me. not either. See, us Northerners, we got to get in on this. It's something that's still on my bucket list. I don't, it doesn't need to be even a huge parade, but I do want that experience. I'm going to walk in the St. Patrick's Day parade this okay. year, so that's something. But I think it's just a ploy to get my money. I was going to say, you got to walk around and hang in that, handing out uh, flowers for kisses, right? Yeah, you got you got a kilt and you got a, you got flowers and a lot of beers. Plenty of beers, right? Yes, yes, and dues that you have to pay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's... That's going to be fun. Are you looking forward to any specific parades this year, Steve? Um, we always do th- definitely family gras since we're in Metairie uh, with the kiddo. We'll be doing the, the Mad Hatters Parade. I believe Bobby Bear and uh, Scoot will be riding in that again. Also, Mike Dettelier. And uh, always um, at least doing Endymion of the big major parades. That's That's always a must. Other than that, I could kind of take them or leave them, honestly. Uh, I feel like once you've done one, you've done them all, and after a while I get kind of cranky, angry, yeah. ready to go home and be on my couch guy. Yeah, I'm, I know I have friends who are like an everyday parade, like every every parade they want to, like every night there's a parade they yes. go. I am more of a like two or three big parades, and you know, but Endymion is one that I always do because I live like a block off Canal, and so it just like goes right by my house. So if I didn't go to that, I would just be a, like a rube. Um, but it is funny because like my street right now is torn up. 
Because if there's one thing New Orleans can do, it is tear up the streets. <laughs> Putting them back together, that is another question. But we are very good at tearing them up. But, like, Endymion's not that far away. It's like there's, a, there's like, no street to be had. It's like, is this going to just be this way for, like, there's a lot of traffic that comes through this area during Endymion. Uh, and it's like, yeah, okay, we'll see. Are they working on it daily or eh, spotty? It's like they're just tearing up more and more. Uh, like I, I don't without know. replacing. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's another crew. We're the we're the ruin the demo the, crew. Yeah, we're the break everything crew, and then the fix everything crew. Yeah, they they, they don't show up that often, but they'll they'll be here. Don't worry. The, just watch out for those. You know, obviously those massive potholes that are like they could swallow an entire Volkswagen Beetle. Well, that's my favorite part. Is like you tear something up and then you kind of fix it, <laughs> only to the point that it will be worse in six months when it rains and it dips and there's a sinkhole. It's it's always good times. But uh, yeah, so Endymion's always one for me. I always I like Zulu. I usually go out to Muses. That's a good time, and I usually pick like one or two more. Um, but yeah, that's that's usually my go-to. Do you have a do you, do you like a certain throw you're going for, the beads, or do you, do you like end up giving stuff away, or do you end up collecting stuff? Um, I try to just like not get hit in the eye, <laughs> but I always get hit in the eyes with stuff. They're trying for that. There was one year that I had turned around. Someone had like asked me a question. I turned around. I got hit in the back of the head with a bag of beads. I swear I saw stars. I thought I was going to lose. I probably had a concussion. My first Mardi Gras, you know, I got thrown a bag of beads, too, and I ended up – I threw it back. And I actually got stopped by a cop, yeah. and he was like, "What are you doing? You're not allowed to throw stuff back." I had no idea, but is? then, but then the big gorilla or whatever comes by, and I'm allowed to throw stuff at that. Yeah, that's, that's what it's for, Steve. Stop trying to hurt the people in the floats. They pay good money to be in there. Want to appreciate all the help we got for the show, Charlie Long behind the glass, uh, Diane Newman, Kevin Cassidy. I appreciate you giving us the airtime, Jeff. What do you have to say as we get ready for another fantastic weekend? Uh, curing up without football. I don't have a catchphrase, man. I still haven't worked on... Have a good weekend, everybody. Who that? <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.